Okay, yeah, I'm not gonna record. I like a little soft intro. Hi! Almost Modern Live, a podcast so butch, so mask. Almost Modern Live, a podcast. Are we surprised? No, but do we expect it? Yes. Recorded in front of a live studio audience. What? Like, maybe not. No. <laughs> was that as good for you as it was for me? Yeah, no. That's a good music, because then I started listening to Oops, I Did It Again and Baby One More Time back to back. And realized it's kind of the same song. Yeah. And they both have, like, ellipses in it, in the title. Hmm. I'm like, yeah, very similar songs. Like the same beat. And then I started. And Stronger is very similar. Mm -hmm. Then I started also listening to Lana Del Rey's new album. And I don't know why I've gotten very like, let's dissect music in my car on the way home. But I'm like, I'm pretty sure she like writes these songs with no music in mind and then sings them into a microphone and goes, here, put music behind this song. (laughs) <laughs> because there was like one song that the beat was just as basic as Oops, I Did It Again mm-hmm. to the point where I could sing Oops, I Did It Again to that song. <laughs> so I was like, I don't know. It's just been a whirlwind in my mind these past couple of days. Also, <laughs> I go back on board. It's been a whirlwind. Yeah. I'm also building an HML holiday playlist. Yes. It's cute. It's, <laughs> it's everything. Oh, okay. Well, hi, this is Tyler. Is that not how we started? No. <laughs> Why the hell? <laughs> hi, I'm Tyler. And I'm Andy. And this, this is, is Almost Modern, Modern Live. Life, a, a podcast where... We talk about the domestication of wild animals, otherwise known as bebes. Small, tiny, humanoid structures. Yeah. Um, but first, of course... How you do? How you be? What's uh, going on? I'm hungover. But boy, I don't know how you made a drunk 30-minute walk. Yeah. Through through the gay bars. Right. You had carrying to walk, a beaker. Carrying carrying my beaker and my from Nintendo oh, Switch. Oh my god. You <laughs> look What were you wearing out of curiosity? Um just like these jeans, a Dr Pepper t-shirt. And my bomber jacket. If it would have been me, you know, I would have been like full out, like athleisure wear. Yeah. Something like that. Well, that was good. What did you do this week? I feel like I haven't seen you much. I feel, well, I feel like I haven't have not seen you this much. And on top of having like the most insane week of my life, so I have no idea what's going on. With yeah. Me. It was a busy week. Yeah. Had a dinner on Monday, and then. Trivia. We did trivia on Tuesday. We did trivia. We've gone from top to bottom to middle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we scored one place higher than we did last week. <laughs> did we? Yeah. I thought we were we like... We came the... in eighth last week. Oh, I thought... Seventh this week. Well, I thought we came in eighth last week and there were only like eight teams. No, there were oh. more teams. Oh. This week, there were less teams. So we were probably towards the Why bottom Why did this we week. do so well the first week? I don't know. Why on earth did we just like... Must have been JP. Is that it? Maybe we're just like ultra balanced to a point. Yeah. 
maybe we're thinking too much. I think we're thinking too much mm. because some of the things we, some of the things we had the answers and we talked ourselves out of them. Yeah. So we just trust, trust it. But then there were some things <laughs> where uh, maybe we weren't thinking enough. Like when Brandon would want me to just write down one word when like they asked for a name and he's like, oh, just put the last name. They don't care. <laughs> Brandon! I don't care about the first name of this director. <laughs> like, no, we have to put a first name. Which even then, even then, I feel like I almost got that director just guessing out of my mind, yeah. which was incredible. <sighs> we um, saw JVN. Oh, I saw Dear Evan Hansen on Wednesday, mm-hmm. which was amazing, incredible. Mm-hmm. Love. I saw uh, the one and only Benito Skinner, aka at Benny Drama Seven, on Instagram mm-hmm. on Wednesday. I went by myself. I think someone was trying to flirt with me, but I did the thing where I thought it was, like, aggressive, so I didn't talk to them again. They were like, oh, I really like your tattoos. They're really cute. <laughs> Can I say tattoos are cute? I mean, like, they're, they're good. Like, they're great. And I was like, yeah, thanks. Wow. And then turned around and did not talk to the gaggle of gays that sat at this table with me the entire show. Wow. Tyler. <laughs> That could have been your husband. I well, it could have been my husband, or it could have been a three-way from the way it looked at it. So mm. I was like, I don't, I don't need this three tonight. Uh, I saw another one of my friends at the show, and he came up and talked to me, and he's like, and very loudly to the whole table, is like, oh yeah, Benny, like Ben, like reposted you on his Instagram, and I was like, yeah, we were talking. So I tried to sound important, but it didn't really come off that way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Um. <laughs> Hey, I didn't bring it up. I didn't bring it up. They brought it up. Mm. Um, But uh, it was a good show. I think his audience really is female-based, which is great. Mm -hmm. Um, And I see him more as like like an SNL person. Yeah. I don't know if like stand-up... And the show was so short. Like literally, I was telling you the staff like... Like, the show ended, and they were, like, scrambling. They were like, oh, fuck, we got to charge all these people. Like, they literally just brought us the check two minutes before he got off stage. And so they were like, what do we do? And then they were like, everyone, sit down. Like, the lights came on. They're like, sit down. If you have to pay, stay seated. The meet and greet will start after we finish these checks. And then they were like, you have to show us a receipt to get out. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. Um, it was like, it was a little bit of a cluster, uh, just in general. But overall, it was a good show. He's really funny um, and uh, aggressively gay, so it works out. Yeah. But I mean, that's probably the same fan base that was at the JVN show Absolutely. on Friday, I which was... T- almost it was like 99% women I was like where are all the gays I can almost guarantee you that every single person that was at the Benny Drama show was in that audience somewhere yeah, sure absolutely um, but he was he was I'm obsessed so good I mean I didn't know the, what to expect going to it me but... either because I'm like what is he gonna like do mm-hmm. and the, the thing is he after the little gymnastics number he did at the beginning it was just him talking about whatever. Yeah, he and wanted. he was very short of breath, and I was like, "Oh Lord, what is this gonna be?" But like when he went back and got like his composure back, yeah, <laughs> he was mu- like, it was like yeah, night and day. He comes out and does like this gymnastics mm-hmm. number, and then he's like all out of breath and in a leotard mm-hmm. and is like talking, and then he's like, "Okay, I'm gonna go change and <laughs> listen to this stand-up comedian 
for a minute. Solomon. Solomon Giorgio. Yeah, he was really good too. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, and there was a costume change in the middle where he just like put on a video of his cat mm-hmm. and went into this little tent and mm-hmm. changed. I love that tent though. I like wanted it. I saw. Yeah. I could see it the I whole could show. See it. Yeah, exactly. And we, I was could, like, we were at an angle where we could see it in the wings, and, and I was, I was like, like I bet that's where changing. Obsessed with it, that tent. What it reminded me of was the tent that she changes in on Princess Diaries, mm-hmm. and then they like, you know, yank mm-hmm. it down, pull it over. Yeah. yeah, that's what it was. It was a beach changing tent. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but yeah, he. I mean, he can just talk about anything, and it's just fascinating. But he like didn't even make it through his set that he had planned no, because I, he kept like going off on tangents. I can guarantee you and I was telling this to my roommate last night, every show he's done is different because yeah, he exactly. can't stay on track. Yeah. So every show has gotten different jokes and different stories. Yeah. Like the same like rough bullet points are there, but like he called it a right turn. He right turned so much. Yeah. Through the whole thing. But yes, but it's hilarious. It was so good. Just the way he talks and like the it's, little things that he does, like the movements mm-hmm. and he'll just like do like dramatic hair flips mm-hmm. and I And he was so distracted by the screens there was that this, were up. Yeah. I guess this is the first time he's had a show where there were like screens. Or like he could see them yeah. on the stage because they were like angled towards the stage and he just like kept looking at himself. Yeah, he was like, guys, we have like we gotta make a note, we cannot have these anywhere else <laughs> ever again because I just I keep looking at myself. <laughs> I feel like very... And like there was like a little camera guy at the front of the yeah. stage and he would interact with the camera guy and be like, No, no, up here right now. And then you can look at the shoes. <laughs> I feel very akin to his way of talking because I think that's the way that I talk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially on here. Like, I feel like I'm a little bit better about staying on track for the most part. But, like, my whole life is a life full of tangents and rabbit holes. Yeah. For sure. Um, but, yeah, other than that, I mean... For me, sorry, you have something on your shirt, and it's been bothering me this whole time. Okay, I got it. Um, <laughs> uh, this week, in general, uh, thank you. He put it back I on his back shirt. On. Okay, we'll leave it there. I'm just staring at this whole time. Um, uh, this whole week, I feel like, has been such a whirlwind. I found out at work, I'm getting an addition to my title. Did I tell you about that, Hopefully in addition to your pay. Hopefully in addition to my pay, fingers crossed. But basically they're kind of combining the role I was already doing with one that's kind of set open for a little bit. Because I I have the... I I can do both physically, but it's just like literally like I've just doubled my workload, which I think actually balances out to like a regular workload for most people. So whatever. Um, So I kind of got that news as soon as I started on Monday. Then on... Then I, like, kind of figured out that I'm officially moving on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And then we did have had everything. I think Thursday was the only night that I was, like, home. And then I still feel like I did something on Thursday that I can't remember. And, like, I just feel like I've been moving at, like... No, I feel like we both purposely <sighs> didn't do anything on Thursday. Yeah. We, were, we had, had such busy weeks. But I think I had, like, uh, like the reason I didn't do something on Thursday is because I had to do something else, and I can't remember what it is right mm. now. We didn't uh, end up going to the lights at the zoo. No, we didn't go to the lights at the zoo, and, like, I've honestly... Seen plenty of pictures. God. I didn't see very many, actually. Huh. So I was like, I don't think the gays went to that. They are like... Mm, One group did. Too far, too, too much, too... Two animals. I don't know. Um... <laughs> 
It smells like poop. I don't, I don't know. know. From what I could tell, there were no animals out, though. Well, they were probably there, but they probably just sleep. Yeah. Well, like, wouldn't you sleep? It's nighttime. <laughs> Animal, animals, people, too. I... D- but other way around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, they're not. Well, um... Hey, your traffic yeah. is light, by the way. I know. My watch tells me all this information that I don't need. <laughs> like, all the time. It's like, hey, you could get home in 25 minutes. It's joy. Soon. And then, so, and then on top of moving, yeah. the most glorious thing is I am moving walking distance from your house and this yes. spot. Um, yes. So there's no driving in a triangle anymore. Thank God. Thank God. If you live in Dallas, you understand, like, my, uh, to give you a concept of what my life has been like, it has centered among three places. One is 635 and 75. One is uh, the neighborhood, And mm-hmm. then the other one is, like, Lakewood, Old East Dallas, like, far. Yeah. So, she is tired mm-hmm. of all this motion and commotion that's happening. So, luckily, it'll be great. Yeah. It'll be wonderful. Yeesh. I get to live with Brandon, so that's whatever. But Versace is great. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, I guess, is it time for a break, Carter? No. Oh. But it can't Wow. Be. Yeah. Man. I want to start talking about babies, so we're going to take a break so I can just, like, get into babies. <laughs> no, that <laughs> sounds terrible. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> is romance <sighs> like that's what i want in a that's relationship romance. Mm-hmm. Okay. like if someone thought like wild shit every now and then uh-huh. but like you know you know wake me up at like 3 a.m once a week Ugh. with like a little you know right not at 3 a.m but sure well it doesn't have to be a specific time but i naturally wake up at 3 a.m almost every day now it's a new thing. Ooh. Yeah, it's like I see this whole other side of the universe every night. And I usually like have to I have to I have to have something like to put me back to sleep. So mm. I like have been turning on Twilight Zone. Ugh, I should have talked about this on the first thing. I had <laughs> I had the strangest dream, and I think it's because I've been watching old Twilight Zones. Uh-huh. Uh but I had this it was like so involved. It was something, I think it was, like, something to do when we had these tornadoes come and I was, like, hiding in the bathtub. Like, that, I think my brain finally processed the, like, actual horror I was in during that because I was like, this is it. I'm fucking dead in a tornado. I know it. (laughs) And so in my dream, something happened, which, like, scientifically my brain called an eco-storm. I don't know why, but it was an eco-storm. And what happened, it was, like, Something to do with, like, <laughs> telling you, I don't know where this came from. Something to do with the electromagnetic currents being caused by this storm, which uh-huh. made basically horizontal tornadoes appear in the sky. Like, literally, I, like, watched in my dream the clouds pull back and then, like, spew, like, tornadoes, like, 
like out of the clouds, like but ho- not down to the ground, like across. Mm. And then they would like go to like all like they would basically like go and then like arch down onto like the houses, mm-hmm. like it was attracted to the like. I guess you could say it was attracted to like the soul. So it wasn't attracted to like plants, but it was attracted to like animals and and like human beings. And it would cause you to like hallucinate. So like no, like there's wind going on too. So like you are kind of in this like danger wind, but like it would come down. Why are we talking about this? Because <laughs> like this is like some, it, I woke up traumatized and like it comes in and like, makes you like hallucinate like the weirdest shit like one of my hallucinations in it was that this kid was like throwing a dodgeball at like the door yeah. that I was in and like all this like really wild stuff and then it like just went away but like there were sirens going off the phone was like if you're driving stop driving and just sit there and like accept the hallucination and like just don't like just stay still like that was the instruction was to just like stay still and to let all of this happen mm. so I'm like in my bathroom in the tub like like, having all this shit happen. It was so... I, like, woke up at 7 a.m., like, on the dot, and I was like, oh. Yeah. It was... It was... I I thought it was real. I haven't had a dream where I thought it was real in so long. Yeah. I legitimately thought it was real, and I was very concerned. Yeah. I had one of those kind of dreams, like, right before a big job interview Mm -hmm. one time. And it, like, totally threw me off for, like, the whole morning. I was just, like, real shook. Yeah. I had to... I I was, like... Anyway. Babies. Um, wow. <laughs> Great. <laughs> children. Great dreams. Children. Uh, Segway. Um, babies. I... Who... Where... Hmm. You were a baby. I, I was once a baby. Mm-hmm. Um, I some assume you were too. Some people still are babies. Or, you know, some people would say you have a cherub like, you know. Did you just call me quality fat? about you that is kind of, you know, you're like a you're, you're, you're big baby. Please don't pinch my fat cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, a childlike lust for life. Yes. Um, you are how how do I phrase this? What do do you want children? I think so. You think so? Yeah. What would be the deciding factor of yes? Um, finding a partner with whom I would like to have children. Yeah, that's <laughs> I'm not gonna do it alone. Let's assume, yeah, like let's assume that we have everyone has a, a partner in this because I will be honest, it is very difficult for a gay man to be a single parent. Sure. Um, bisexuals, you have some chances. Uh, gay women. Maybe you had an interesting evening, but chances are you're probably going to have somebody with you when you make the child decision, right? Yeah. So, why would you not have a child? If you have... Remember, in this, in this scenario for the whole day, we have a partner. Oh, okay. It's a, I know, it's weird. It, I no, don't know what it's really like. It's really hard for me to imagine. <laughs> um, but let's say that that is not a factor oh, yeah, in yeah. our decisions. Mm-hmm. And let's also say that our partner would go along with whatever decision we chose. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It's, it's hard to say because, like, having a kid is obviously hard. Mm-hmm. 
It was a hard thing to do. Uh-huh. And all of a sudden your whole routine and your world and everything revolves around them. Uh-huh. And, you know, at this point in my life, my life is very much about me. Uh-huh. So it's a very big, like, shift in dynamic. Uh-huh. And I don't know. I just feel like you got to be ready for that. When is your, like, when is your, like, uh, like, cutoff? Like, when are you just like, I'm 47 now, I'm not having a fucking oh, baby. no, no, no. Uh, I probably want to have kids sometime around 35. Yeah. 40 would be pushing it. Mm-hmm. 30 seems soon. <laughs> <laughs> God. Uh, I'm so, like, I don't know about it's that. It's going to take me three years to even decide I love someone, let alone... Exactly, um, <laughs> I'm like, mm, that timeline. Oh. Um, yeah, I but, mean... I don't know, my mom had me when she was 35, and that's worked see, out so far. My parents had me at, like, my mom was, like, 42. Yeah. And my dad... I, I was, like, 60? <laughs> I think my dad was, like, almost 10 years older. Huh. So, yeah, he was, like, 52, oh, 52. or something like that. So, Yikes. I don't want to do that, because, like... Well, look how that's worked out. Look how we've worked out. I'm practically an orphan. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, he had my sister, obviously, when she was younger, but that's why she's so much older than me. Um, which, like, I think that works out, right? Because, like, you know, she's, like, approaching 50. She has one of two parents around. You yeah. know, like, that seems average, but... I, I don't like, yeah, I think your my sister solid is basically your mom at this point. Basically. Yeah. So I, my cutoff is definitely like 35. I'm like, if I haven't found someone, we've made this decision. Like, no. Yeah. But realistically, and as we were talking about the other day, I don't think I like babies. Oh, sad. Like I, I like people babies. try to show me photos and they're like, look how cute. And I'm like, that just nothing just yeah. i feel nothing i am actually slightly horrified at it <laughs> like there's just so much going on in a small little package and i just feel like they would you know ruin my life <laughs> so now to any future potential husbands that might be listening of mine yeah right I'm still open to discussion. Yeah. I just know, you need to know that, you know, there may be an adjustment period. Yeah. <laughs> that comes along with it. Um, and that, I mean, I feel like that could change. But, like, right now, I feel like if I... You could just adopt a kid that's not a baby. That's kind of where I am. <laughs> Honestly. Like, I would love to take on a five-year-old. Uh. Like... Perfect. I would, I think, you know, I would love to be a stepmom. <laughs> you know, like step into a kid that's like 13. Wow. And uh-uh. be like, I'm fun. I'm cool. Here's my vape pen. Yeah, shut up. Um... <laughs> Did Uncle Ty bring the weed? <laughs> um, but. I feel like, I just feel like it's not going to happen for me, (laughs) (laughs) which I've kind of accepted Uh because like, let's be honest, like where's, 
you know, where am I, where are my options at right now? Well, <laughs> what do you mean? Romantically? Yeah. We got to start this now. Like, I'm going to need someone, I'm going to turn 27 in January. Uh-huh. I need someone to, like, fall in love with me within this year. Great. To marry me within, within the 2019? next year. 2020. Okay. 2020 is the year of love. Great. Um, I'm going to need someone to... Even though that lady put that curse on you until you're 30? Yes! See? She fucked me. Yeah. (laughs) She fucked me? So that now pushes my timeline three more years, which means it gives me a span of five years to find somebody, Uh to date them for a year. I would like to date them for a year and a half to two years before we even get to a proposal. And then I would like a nice seven-month engagement. Seven months. That's seven. very specific. It's lucky. Uh-huh. In my head, I tell myself that. I don't know if that's actually <laughs> anywhere else. <laughs> but <laughs> I want a seven-month engagement. Okay. So at this point, we're like 33 and a half. And then I need about... <laughs> so 30. Right. I have to find someone to fall in love before I'm 31. Right. Then we have to date for like a year. Uh-huh. So 32, 32 and a half mm-hmm. ish plus a seven month engagement, which puts me at like a 33, okay. 33 and a half. Sure. And that means, and then I would like to be in a marriage for a year to two years before children. Yeah. 35. Yeah. I mean, at some point. I mean, that's, that's it. You've spent five years. Crying. With this person. Oh. <laughs> no, you spent five years with this person, so, like, I feel like that's a good amount of time. Maybe. I just, like, this is a large purchase, and, like, I really need <laughs> to think about it. It's a large expenditure, and then I'm trapped with it for... Yeah. You know, if I get a five-year-old, that's only 14 years at most. And that's if he gets held back. Or she. Sure. Or they. I don't care. Actually... <laughs> What do I want? Hmm. Do you want a boy or a girl? I want a little gay boy. <laughs> I want like a little straight boy. Oh, no. I my favorite <laughs> my favorites are always like the two gay dads that have like the like super jock straight boy. Mm. Like that's what I want. Mm. I think. That's what I need. <laughs> to balance uh, you yeah. out. Yeah. I need to See, be Here's the other thing, Tyler, is could you see me as having a... you have yes listening to you talk about children i'm like mm, isn't this one of those things where like you're in an airplane and the oxygen masks drop and you need to put on your own before you help a child like well that wouldn't even be an option of course i would put my own on first uh, well <laughs> yes but i'm saying in the in the larger metaphorical sense of life mm-hmm. do you feel like you have put your oxygen mask on. <laughs> is before before you take on somebody else's entire life shit. Do you have your shit sorted first? You know what? I do not feel like that not one day in my life. <laughs> but there's also this fun thing that could happen where I could like shift some of my problems onto another human. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Be like, here, you deal with this. What? <laughs> what 
What is your child going to help you with? What do you mean? I, I don't know. If you knew my mother, it You're... would make sense. Because <laughs> that's where all this came uh, from. Oh, my God. God. <laughs> so you're just going to project all of your issues onto your child? Well. And that will make you feel better about them? One would hope. Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I think that's my other thing, too, is like, I don't, I don't know if my people, as in myself, uh-huh. sure. <laughs> and sure. all the other people inside of me. Um... <laughs> well, <laughs> if we're going to talk about all the people that have been inside of you, Tyler. Um are well-equipped for child-rearing. You think you are? No. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> the strong, visceral no. <laughs> That's the thing is, like, I've, like, noticed this thing in my family where it's, like, like, the children in my family kind of get lumped up with adults. So, like, even me growing up, I, like, spent more time with adults than I did with other kids. And then, uh-huh. like, even, like, me and my sister, it took, and then it then took me becoming an adult to, like, bond with my sister. Yeah. The same way it's kind of taking my niece and nephews, them becoming an adult for us to, like, actually, like, have some level of, like, closeness. Yeah. So, like, for me, I feel like if I did have a kid, we would literally kind of, like, have this really weird relationship. And the minute, like, they're, like, an adult, like, I would be, like, the world's best parent. So, mm-hmm. like, I think if we, if I can find a husband that can manage, like, the first half, <laughs> I can manage, like, the second half. Sure. Right? We'll trade off. This is the balance. This is the deal. Uh-huh. You've got 14 years. I've got the next 14. And then they put us in a home and we're happy. <laughs> so. You're getting put in a home. Absolutely. your child is 28? If, I mean, if I can. And you had them when you were 35, which means at this point you're 63 and you're going into a home. If I can. Absolutely. <laughs> I, let's like rabbit hold. I love nursing homes. Wow. Like I cannot wait to be in a nursing home and have all of my meals scheduled to have crafts, to have movies, to like wander around and talk to my neighbors and like make souffles. You know what this is? You never like went off to college and experienced dorm life. Right. So I'm going to get it. Because that's essentially what a nursing home is. It's a dorm for old people. Yes, I never got to do that. It sounds so exciting. Yeah. Because it's like dorm, but they're like nicer dorms. No, my my grandmother's like, so they're usually built in levels. There's like independent to right. invalid, basically. Yes. So she started in the independent. It oh, was yes. I, I, watched, <laughs> I watched one of my grandmothers go through all three. Mm-hmm. And then it's, she graduated. Yeah. Oh, that's what they call it? No. Oh. That's what I call it. Oh, God. <laughs> um. You know, <laughs> you go through all the different... Where's Joyce? She graduated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, so good for so her. At, my, at the church I went to growing up, there were, like, life stages. And so life stage one was, like, the children's ministry. And life stage two was young single adults. Life stage three was married Four was married with kids. Five was... That's a, that's like, a show. It's just like <laughs> married with children. <laughs> yes. But yeah, so it was like broken up into different life stages. And the last one was old people was sick. Life stage six. And then <laughs> this one old woman told me one time that among the life stage six people, they're like, oh yeah, life stage six and then life stage seven go to heaven. <gasps> 
Oh no. Yeah. She graduated. She graduated. To okay. life stage seven. <laughs> anyway, so back to the beginning half of life here. Yeah. Um so when it comes to a baby. Do you feel how do I say this? Do you feel that you will have um, a biological child? Yeah. Well, I wasn't going to ask that, that but we can like? talk about that. Okay. Uh, I was going to ask if you're going to have, like, where you think your, like, connection lies. Like, what do you think your relationship with your children will be like? Obviously, mine's fucked, so. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're putting all your emotional baggage on these poor children. Well, one day my child will go back and listen to this and be like, I mean, he told me. He planned it. <laughs> he told me exactly was what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I don't know. Because here's the thing. I was, like, always close with my mom. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, she was somewhat of a stay-at-home mom. Mm-hmm. She always had, like, some sort of gig. But, like, for the most part, stay-at-home mom. She homeschooled me till fourth grade that's right i always forget about that and so i had a very close relationship but it's interesting because my mother is not the most nurturing woman no and i don't i say that like i know, know i'm sorry i like, didn't mean to... i don't know if i'm gonna be the most nurturing person but like see, yeah that's kind of where i feel it's, it's like i don't know if like i'm gonna have that like oh come here little boo-boo yeah but like i don't know she was there she was present yeah. and active. She was present. She, you know, got everything done that needed to be done to, like, make my life go. Yeah. I don't know. So, I don't know. I feel it'll, like it'll be like that. Mm-hmm. It's not like we're going to be, like, super... I don't know. Nobody in my family is very, like, emotionally communicative. Mm-hmm. I don't see that changing. Yeah. <laughs> Not ours either. Yeah. I'm... Yeah, no, not at all. So, that's fine with me, though. Yeah. Like, bottle it up and push it down and... Exactly. Go to your room and cry. Uh Uh-huh. Um, that's how you deal. Um, but let's... So, yeah, do you... Obviously, if I'm adopting a five-year-old, I can't birth that. Well... (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) I mean, I can't birth a child. Right. But... Yeah. No, that's terrible. What? You're going to have a surrogate hold on to the kid for five years before you take them? Yeah! Oh my god. (laughs) Or just like, you know, keep an eye on it. Um, I mean, I guess at that point I might as well just... (gasps) I could get a nanny! Yeah? That could just solve a lot of my problems. Yeah. Or you could just not have the kid. Uh... At some point, I don't think it's going to be a choice for me. <laughs> well, see, here's the thing about having kids when you're gay. It is a choice. Whereas with straight people, with breeders, with headies, uh-huh. as we now call them, I guess. Headies. Uh, it can happen by accident. I suppose. And oftentimes it does. Well, I told you. I mean, and then like... they just have to, like... I feel like a lot of, you know, hetero people just, like go through life assuming at least especially where we're from like 
in the South mm-hmm. just go through life assuming that, like, one day they will step into the role of parent. Mm-hmm. And so even when, like, they get pregnant by accident, it's like, well, this was going to happen eventually at some point, right? But, so, why, like, what if I just, like, walk outside and there's, like, a baby on my doorstep? Uh, I don't what do I do with it? I, well, you could take it to a fire station or any safe haven. You know, one of the, one of those places with the little sign that's like a a larger person, like shielding a younger person with their hands. Oh, the bread, the baby bread box. Yeah. Oh. (laughs) A baby drop. Yes. A baby drop. Can you imagine being raised in a fire station? I don't think that's how they do it. Like. How fun. How fun. Mm-hmm. Well, get so to play with all the animations. On Grey's Anatomy, one of the characters just volunteered to, like, help with the baby drop at the fire station. Like, because, mm-hmm. you know, baby gets dropped at the fire station and then they need medical attention. They need to get shots and stuff. So, like, mm-hmm. she volunteered to go help with the babies that get dropped off and then she stole the baby. <gasps> you can steal babies? It's not legal to do so, no. Oh. <laughs> highly recommend against stealing babies what a bargain well true (laughs) that's the other thing as gays it's gonna be very expensive yeah i mean like i could get a tesla (laughs) (laughs) same thing uh it's like like whether you decide to go the surrogate window like whether you decide to go the surrogate route or the adoption route Mm -hmm. like you're paying a lot of money like out the ass. Yeah. To like, feels like bring all birth. of this responsibility into your life. Yeah. Like you could just travel. <laughs> you know, like I loved my dog when I had him, but not having a dog right now, what a luxury. Yeah. That's what I imagine it's like having children. It's like they go off to college and I'm like, I mean, I don't have to have someone watch him. Mm-hmm. Because it's not like a cat. You can't just, like, leave food in a bowl and, like, <laughs> leave. You've right. got to wait at least, like, I don't know. If I get him when he's five. You gotta, he's got to be, like, 15 before you do that. Um, not necessarily. You just leave a 15. 20 on the table and order yeah. some pizza. Live on that. That depends on how your kid is. Like, how mature they are. Because I feel like I was fairly young when my parents started leaving me at home alone. I mean... This kid's going to be, like, the ultimate football jock, so probably be in some trouble. Oh. Um, well, <laughs> you can't leave him at home alone too young, or he might start throwing keggers. Yeah, it's like, what's his name from Euphoria? Oh, ew. But oh. I won't be that kind of dad. But he'll be, like, that kind of person. But Nate? not that kind of person. Nate? Yeah. Ugh. He'll be what all the good qualities of Nate. Sure. And none of the bad qualities. None of the choking people and <laughs> blackmail. And... Nah. <laughs> None of that. Or, like, you know, honestly, though... Is he going to find dirty videos of you? I mean, they're already out there. So... Sure they are. Don't look. That's my (laughs) advice. Like, don't search for it and you won't find it. So, um... But I also would be totally fine with having, like, a little, like, trans or, like, little, like, hunter. Uh, I can't even... Jules in Euphoria. Like... Go, girl, you be you. I got you. Like, what you need? Uh-huh. Like, you want some nails? You want a football? You want both? Cool. Uh-huh. Let's do it. Uh-huh. So, 
I could I could handle that, I think. Yeah. I think that it would actually make me a better parent. Oh, for sure. Me too. I like, would, if I could help my child... I would child, be so much more comfortable with I, having a child that was in some way, like, kind of out of the box. Yeah. I'm like, if I could, like, <clears throat> if I could, like, help a child through trauma, I think I would do better. Yeah. Yeah. Let's make... <gasps> Let's make trauma part. No, let's not do that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I feel like I need to help my child through some trauma, but there's no trauma in their life. So I'm just going to leave gonna notes. Great at, yeah. You know how I love to like leave drops of chaos. Mm. <laughs> I'll just like leave a couple notes and some lockers. <laughs> I'm a fun mom. A cool mom. <laughs> if you're going to drink, I'd rather you do it here. Mm-hmm. Snacks, condoms. <laughs> Keep me young. Mm-hmm. That's going to be me. Uh, yeah. Oh my god. Well, if here you we are. If I even have kids. If you find a partner. That's even more iffy. Well, so. see, that's the big hurdle that I'm going to need to overcome first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, it is time for a break. Um, we've got to go check on the kids. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> They're like screaming. We've left them sitting there for it's weird. I don't know what it is. hours. I got to fuck to sleep. I fed them last night. So yeah, they should be too. good. Oh, you did? Yeah, they're so chunky. Anyway, we'll be back with We Asked You If You Want Kids. Uh, I'm not. I. Uh, these are going to be interesting. Be right back! International pop star. I'm gonna be so famous. By doing pop scat? Pop scat. Dab. Floss. Floss. I can't floss. Me either. I don't, you know, yogurt kid or. No, that's not his name. What? <laughs> anyway, yogurt welcome kid. back. Mm. We're here that's with. What I call it. Sorry, oh my enough. God. Uh, yogurt kid. That's what I call it when I just come on somebody. I'm like, oh look, that's my yogurt kid. <laughs> Ew. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna eat yogurt for a week. Um, it's gonna be hard for your lifestyle. Yeah, I mean, I just bathe in it. Um, welcome back. We asked you what your opinions were. I guess I should read yeah. the actual legitimate question that I ask people, so yes. if they reference the question, they know what I'm talking about. Um, what are your thoughts on kids slash bebes? bebes? Want them? Question mark. Not? Question mark. Why? Question mark. And then I posted this cute little family. Aww. That's the thing. It's like, I don't look like them, so that means I can't have kids. Um, <laughs> You're like, I'm not Neil Patrick Harris and David Burka. The other person. Um, or... Matt Bomer and whoever he's married to. Yeah, or, you know, Elton John and... Is Elton... Does Elton John have kids? <laughs> Is he married? He has kids. Gaga's their godparent. Oh. Like, legitimately. Like, legally, if Elton John dies, Gaga gets his kids. Crazy. Isn't it weird? Yeah. Um, And they, like, do... They do, like, holidays and shit. They go for she cooks. Huh. Um, So. Man. Do you ever... Do you think... Do you think that Miley Cyrus ever would like, was like hoping that Billy Ray would die so that she could go live with Dolly? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh my God. Are you kidding me? I think she did a couple times anyway. 
Yeah. I feel like she just like I feel like I feel like they are way closer than anyone went on, but I feel like at a drop of a hat, like in those like Hannah Montana years, she would just be like, fuck it, I'm going to Aunt Dolly's. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's such a weird too, because like I don't see it, like it's so weird for me to think that Billy Ray and Dolly Parton were like BFF at right. some point. You see it for Miley and Dolly, but like, how did that relationship between. I also think that that's why Miley has so many tattoos, because you know the whole rumor Dolly Parton has so many tattoos. That's why she pretty much always wears sleeves. Hmm, interesting. Or she has, like, things. So I think, like, it's all kind of like, Miley wants to be the modern-day Dolly, you yeah. know, sans boobs. So, yeah. she ain't got those She boobs. ain't got a lot going on. Um, but yeah, <clears throat> I don't know. Godparents, they're fun. Anyways. I can so. be the godparent to your child, and then just, <sighs> you can have the baby. Great. That works for me. Yeah. <laughs> I, you can... I... Sure. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be the prime godparent, though, because... That's, I, I'm like, I don't know if I need them to go to you if I die. I would prefer they don't. <laughs> <laughs> I might pick somebody else for that. Yeah, that's fine. I just... I need, like, the title. It's the same way that I'm... That I... Uh, I'm responsible for uh, JP and Ryan's relationship. I just need the acknowledgement. Uh-huh. I don't need any obligation that comes with it. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how I am. Um, but yeah, so. What did they think? What did, well, the, what did the people uh, alliterate to us? Nope, that's not a word. Yeah, no. Not, well, it's. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> yeah, Seth Aaron said, no, I'm too selfish. I think some people are capable and some people aren't. I can recognize that. I just have never even remotely come close to bonding with a child. <laughs> Fatherhood isn't for me. Same. Um, Boy. Fucking. Same. You know, here's the thing. Mm. So one of my mom's gigs mm-hmm. at one point was she... Side hustle. She ran the uh, the preschool program at our church. Mm-hmm. And so I would help out a lot with that. And like, mm-hmm. you know, be with the kids during the service. Mm-hmm. And like, that's... I feel like that's how I, like, kind of got into kids. And, like, you know, I was like, I liked those little two-year-olds. Mm-hmm. That's, like, such a good age. Yeah, I kind of did some of the same stuff, too, cause because my mom did the VBS Then stuff. I would help sometimes with, like, elementary school-age kids, uh-huh. and those are nightmares. Like, yeah, first and second graders, ugh. Yeah. Terrible, because they've, like, now developed to the point where they can, like, be little shits, and... There will be none of that they, in my mm-hmm. household none of that none Do you see this i need you to take this and i need you to sh- yeah 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 that's how i'm gonna talk to my child at that age it's like they think they just think it's so fun to make you miserable mm-hmm. and two-year-olds aren't like that you know what else is they're miserable? so sweet and they have Getting less cognitive be- ability <laughs> if that happens the little shit's gonna get his bed taken out of his room and he's gonna soft sleep in there mm. you will lose one large item of furniture a day Whoa. <laughs> Dresser, put him on the fucking floor. It's going to be all Freaky Friday. You mm-hmm. took my door? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Windows, you gone. Were... Oh, that's not safe. <laughs> Watch out for hops. Somebody going to come snatch your child. Shouldn't be a little shit. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. Um, Trashy Bottom said... <clears throat> Would love to have some... Wait, I can't read. Would love to have some to know what unconditional love looks like, but it's so expensive. 
Do you know what else is expensive and you don't have to worry about love? Diamonds. Oh. I'm just saying. Or choose wisely. I, don't, I think Diamonds. I think he wants the love, but he doesn't want to spend the money. And you're proposing the opposite. Yeah. That he just spend money and not get love. Yeah. But what if he wanted the love without the money? Uh, I've never heard of that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds unfamiliar. Yeah. Um. Tyler's like, I prefer all love to be conditional. And that condition <laughs> is you give me money. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not a necessity, but it helps. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, my roommate, heady that she is. Heady. Said, duh, you know my ovaries explode anytime I see a baby. I need at least two. Two would two is the perfect number of children. No, I want one. One. I don't. Well, but who? What's it? See, here's the thing, though. When you have two, they entertain each other. With one, you have to entertain that thing all the time. Maybe I can get like a little set of five-year-old twins. Sure. There's got to be plenty of those that need adopting. Yeah. And or like then, a little like the a, nice thing about like a twins, three and a five-year-old. The nice thing about twins is that you like. They go through all their life experiences simultaneously, and so you're never having to, like, repeat. Mm-hmm. Which is nice. Yeah. I'm not having the sex talk with my children. I'm just putting a... <laughs> I'm putting a YouTube You're just going to turn on up. Euphoria. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna and let like, Zendaya explain dick pics to them. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. We're going to... That's... You know, I'm going to have, like, a video for every year. Be like, happy birthday. This is what you get to learn this year. On their birthday. Let me know if you have any questions. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. They need to know rough. aging is a process and it's rough. Yeah. <laughs> so. Wow. Um, this one said, no kids, please. And thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you. I'd prefer to set up a pet rescue on about 50 acres of land. You know what? Wow. Not as fun as it sounds. That sounds like... A lesbian thing. Is this person a lesbian? Uh, no. No. But also, that's a lot of shit to clean up. Mm, the nice thing about children is at one point, they end up dealing with their own shit. Uh, you can only help. <laughs> you know, at some point. Uh, you know, if not, then you can pass them off somewhere else that'll help you deal with it. Oh, gosh. Yeah. That'd be a terrible parent. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Matthew Scotty said, absolutely want... It all depends on the future, though, and I honestly don't know what's going to come next for me. Well, he would be such a cute dad. I know. Well, when you two eventually get together, um, <laughs> when he moves to Dallas, when he moves to Dallas, or you move to Portland, either one, uh, or where is he? I don't remember. Um, somewhere Seattle. Yeah, somewhere kind of gray and fun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> then you know you can have little gallivanting yeah. children. I'll bring. I'll like. I'll come bring like a giraffe. I don't know. A giraffe? Uh, yeah, I'll bring like a little. Oh, a stuffed giraffe. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I always feel like that's what you bring babies. Possibly. Mm-hmm. I think one... it's because the neck is. A, it's easy a for them to grab. Mm-hmm. And eventually they'll like grow to where they like meet it in the eyes and then they'll grow above it. So like it teaches dominance. Um, <laughs> this one, uh, Big Bad River. Said, I'd love to be a dad. Good for you. I was abused growing up. Ooh. Oh, this took a turn. D- turn. So I want to give my kids the love I wish I had. 
I went through some emotional abuse. You know, I think that was well established in the guilt episode. Sure. Um, <laughs> definitely some trauma, which is actually why I'm more concerned about having a kid in the long run. Yeah, and I feel like, <clears throat> to me, there's something that's a little like, I don't know, it kind of gives me the ick about having a child as a tool of like reclaiming your childhood Mm -hmm. or fixing the mistakes of your parents or, you know, proving that you're better than your parents by doing it better than them. Like that just, it's like, "Mm, I don't know if that's why you should have a kid. It's, you know, it should be about the kid. I think that not about you. Yeah. I think sometimes like you run into these like two trains of thought is like, I want to be a good parent. Great thought. I don't want to be like my parents. Uh-oh. So, you know, as long as you're just like, I just want to be a good parent, you'll probably be fine. Yeah. But if you're constantly trying not to be your parents, you goddamn believe you be your parents. Mm-hmm. And like, True. Lord knows we don't need my mother all over again. <laughs> That's when you know it's bad, when you call them mother. Mother. <laughs> Very Norman Batesy. That didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> Is that why you never go see your mom? <laughs> uh um, so this person said, absolutely not. I'm the bitch that's built to shine, not you. That... I didn't write that, but <laughs> but you could have. <laughs> but I could have. Uh, well, that's it's the other problem. That's what, I'm ta- that's what I was saying earlier about like my life right now is about me. Yeah. And that's good for now. But you know, eventually, I think it's gonna to be about somebody else. Like. Literally, like... It's going to be like, what am I putting into the world? Like, all the sacrificing that I'd have to do. Yeah. That's terrible. You're not the star. I am always the fucking star. Yeah, see, maybe you shouldn't have kids. Um, (laughs) This one said, simply, plainly, no thanks, I'm allergic. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Allergic. I'm sorry, you can't bring that in the house. (laughs) It's... You know, I don't have my filtration set up yeah. yet, and I'm like, no, I, I can't watch your kids. Oh my god, I'm allergic. I'm allergic. Yeah, yeah, I can come to your party, but are, are you gonna put ki- the kid in the in the out- other room? Yard, because <laughs> I'm allergic. Uh-huh. I can't, I can't be near them. If I smell them, my face just goes sad. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. Depends on who I end up with. Some people just don't have that let's be dads vibe. Yeah. Like, I, I, I feel that because like maybe, you know, because like right now it's kind of a coin toss to me whether or not I'm going to have kids. Yeah. So it kind of does depend on the person that I end up with and whether I see them being a parent. You know, I don't feel like I give off that vibe. No. <laughs> I feel like I'm very much a cool uncle and like show up. That's why I love puppy sitting, right? Because it's like show up and I'm like so much fun for this dog and we're going to break a few rules and <laughs> we'll, we'll get ice cream at 9 a.m. and like. With a dog? Well, sure. Um, <laughs> but, you know, like, yeah, you can have an extra, like, you can have some bacon, like, whatever. But, like, mm-hmm. the thing is, if I do that for a child, consistently that builds bad habits yes so that's why i'm like 
I'm fun. You can have fun. I'm the fun. That was like that was my cousin Stephanie growing up. Even mm-hmm. though she has kids now, and her kids are oh, so sweet but so wild. Um, one of them's name is Gigi, um, <clears throat> and she was the first one in my family that I told her I was like, I don't think I want kids. And she looks at me. She goes, Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, Yes, I agree. Yeah, as her kids are <laughs> as her kids are running around like madman she goes good for you um like but honestly but then i like step back and look at my family like who i would probably most be like as a parent is her mm-hmm. and like she's doing a great job but she also has like a very wealthy husband so that helps yeah right so she had a nanny she had all that so like unless i can like repeat that experience i think that's what it is like if i can repeat that experience i think i'll be great because like yeah. she's gonna be a great she's gonna be a great mom to these girls she is a great mom but she's gonna be an even better mom when she's like when they're an adult Right. Like she's going to be in the like come it and we're going to go like have drinks and we're going to go get our nails done and like shit like that. And I'm like, yeah. Um, but she also used to be the person to come like pick me up and like we would go do stuff like that. And she'd be like, we'd like listen to like she's like, we're going to listen to this hardcore rap song right now. And, like mm. have cuss words <clears throat> and shit like that. As a kid, and I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. We can't do this. <laughs> oh. See, I. I just became an uncle two weeks ago. Yeah. How's that feel? Um, fine. I mean, the, my brother and sister-in-law live an hour and a half away, so it's not like I'm going to see yeah. the kid all the time. Yeah. You don't have to worry. You, honestly, you've got five years before they even start to remember you. Yeah. So, like, live it up. Exactly. I'm like, mm-hmm. eh. But then, and it, it's a girl, so I don't really know what I'm going to do. That's why I said earlier, I was like, I just want to have, like, a gay son. Because <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to do with a girl, really. The problem is, I feel like if I had a girl, they would start wearing makeup way too early. Because I would just be, like, so down for them to do it. Yeah, same. <laughs> like, Honestly. They would be in I'd heels be like, Ooh, by you're watching eight. makeup tutorials? Can I, like, watch you try yeah. and do the makeup? Let's do it together. <laughs> yeah. You can do me. Yeah. Do me. I- I'll sit here. Like, do you want to do nails? Like, yeah. oh my god. She would, like, show up to but nails then, with, like, with like the city girl's nails. See, the problem with this, the problem with this relationship, though, mm-hmm. is that my brother and sister-in-law are very, like, straight-laced, very Christian, very white yeah, people. You've got to be this. You've got to be Cousin Stephanie. Yeah. But I don't, it's like, I don't want to create tension in my relationship with my sibling. Mm-hmm. By being a bad influence, a so-called bad influence. Not really. I'm not going to be a bad influence on the kid. I'm going to show her, you know, the fun side of life. Yeah. But that every kid needs that, I think. Yeah. And I think that's my gift in life. So, mm. like, maybe that's just, that's what we're going to do. Yeah. But I do, yeah, you, I mean, like, I, my new thing now, and I'm going to talk to them because I feel like they'd be down, is my niece and nephew is taking them to drag show because they both just turned 18. Mm. And especially if I'm like moving so close, I like right now there's too many logistics and like driving back and all this, but I'm like, if we can like walk there and walk back and like do stuff like that. I'm like, yeah. oh, all my wrist just popped when I did that. Oh, um, no. Gay arthritis. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's, you know, you can, it's a, it's a good place. It's a good vibe. Like mm-hmm. be the Stephanie, be the Stephanie. I just don't know if I'm going to be able to do that. I don't know if my my brother's kid is going to want to do bad things. Probably not. I mean, not... 
you don't have to put bad things in the connotation. Well, you can just like bad things from my my brother's point of view. Oh, well, to be uh, to be fair, I feel like it, I kind of felt that way with my sister when she was first having kids. They were very straight laced. Their dad used to be like play football, like semi professionally, and like very faith based and like all this stuff and very wholesome. And like as she, they've gotten older, and she kind of realizes that you're in a city, and there's just life experiences that she can't control. Mm-hmm. You know, like the people they go to school with. Like there's all these other bad influences. So there's she, her, her new thing is like you can learn to do it the wrong way, mm-hmm. and hide things and be sneaky and put yourself in danger, or you can learn start learning now how to do these things in the right way because inevitably you're going to end up doing them. So it's like, I feel like that's kind of where we are now. See, but that's not my brother's point of view. Now. N- n- now. <laughs> no, it will never be. Okay. I mean, nobody in my family does any of those things. That you know of. Yeah, exactly. So he's never going to come around and be like, oh, wow. Well, see. Everybody gets drunk. Like, no, it's not going to happen. Anyways, um... <laughs> I would mind. I would not mind having kids. I just have to have the. Eh, I just have to find the right person and be financially stable. Finances, right person. Important things. Yeah. And I don't see either one of those things happening, for me. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> I opened like a savings account and I'm all excited because it's got like hundred and fifty dollars in it right now. Wow. I'm like, I've never had this much money saved up in my life. I'm almost twenty-seven. Oh. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's in a money market account, so it's making money for me. Last yeah. week it made me four cents. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but get, I like set it up for my check, so that's that, the thing to do, that guys. Strong one point nine six APR. Yeah, here's my it's two point oh. Um here's my thing, guys. The best thing you can do is go I've done it for like two weeks now. Um, go set up another bank account. Like I did mine with simple because they have like a protected goals thing. So even if I do switch over to that as my full bank, like it will never pull money out of my savings. You know how like overdraft now. Sure. So it like pulls it out of your like savings account or whatever. Yeah. And put it. Um, and then cut up the card because that's what I did. So literally, if I want this money, it's going to take me like a week to get it. Yeah. So at that point, I probably won't spend it. Great. So, but there it is. And I put a picture of like a big, beautiful house. Wow. Yeah. The rich fuckers. Sorry, that was aggressive. This one says, (laughs) never, ever, ever, they are annoying, noisy shits. Some of them. See, that's the other thing, too. It's like... You're really rolling the dice. What yeah. What kind of kid is this going to be? <laughs> Especially if you would... Here's the thing. Here's the gay dilemma, mm-hmm. right? Do you... Do you feed that biological urge to put more of you in the world by having a biological child? Yeet, no. Or... It's <laughs> <laughs> like, nope, the world doesn't need more of this... Not at all. ...genetic combination... Mm-hmm. But if uh, I have, like, a hot, beautiful, smart husband, yeah. we're going to milk it. Let's get it in there. Like, let's get, the let's get like, 12 of you. Uh, mm-hmm. um, You're welcome, universe. Yeah. Or 
do you do what feels like, you know, the more socially responsible thing and adopt a child that needs a home? Mm-hmm. But then you're really rolling the dice. Because, like, where did this kid come from? Who are their parents? What are they like? Well, so... It are kinda, they going to inherit the problems? It's very similar to adopting a pet, huh. right? So, like, you don't... You're not... Mo- for the most part, you are not given a dog, right? Right. You go to the little puppy party, whatever, wherever they keep the puppies. The shelter? <laughs> yeah, sure. Or, you know... So, yeah, you have some... shop. Yeah, so adopt, like... Adopt, don't shop, people. Yeah, adopt, don't shop. But let's let's say we're going for puppies, right? You go... You can kind of look them in the eye, kind of get a read on them. Mm-hmm. That's what we used to do with, like, horses and dogs, right? We go, kind of look them, like, get some kind of behavioral... Watch them all run around and play with the rest of them. Yeah. Kind of, like, eye them down, see that that one's being a little shit already, so we're not going to take that one. Um, yeah. That's why I'm like, and that's adoption how, could work. That's how like, adoption was always portrayed. I feel like in movies growing up, like Ma- uh, 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 Madeline, yeah, Madeline, Madeline, or they're all sleeping in little houses together. Wasn't there? Oh, um, how traumatic! Like, did you also notice like none of those girls ever got fucking adopted? Yeah, bad orphanage, really. Yeah, <laughs> so overly educated and like. No one wanted them. Yeah. <laughs> They're too smart. Yeah. Not cute enough. Uh, or in Like Mike. Do you remember that movie? It was a sports movie. I didn't yeah, I watch know. that. Uh, but it was about magic shoes. Yeah. So, you know, there's something gay in there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, he he was in an orphanage and like, you know, it was one of those things where, oh, what, all the parents come and, but they only want to look at the little young children mm-hmm. and he was too old to get adopted mm-hmm. there's also and the... i feel like that's how it's always portrayed in, in movies or at least it was but nowadays it's like you get a phone call and they're like we have a baby are you ready to accept it now and you're like uh yeah send it on over and like you never meet the child before see i my... mean that's how it happened to my aunt really she, yeah it was like the adoption agency called her and her partner and was like Okay, I have a kid for you, but, like, I only, I can give her to you tonight, but I have to, like, she was busy or something, and, like, they ended up meeting at a Chili's parking oh, yeah, lot right. to exchange this child. And like, now she does have her birthday at that Chili's. Yeah. Yeah, I remember this. So, it's like... Can you imagine a Chili's being part of your origin story? Can you imagine? <laughs> uh, fucking um, Chili's. But, yeah. Or, like, the movie Orphan. I could never do that. I could never adopt a child without meeting them first. What if I adopt a small adult? Yes. That's a risk. Yes, it is. It could happen. That that, happened in real life. That that story is really developed. I was listening to a podcast where they were talking more about it, Mm -hmm. and it could actually be the case that the family that adopted her is making all this up. Oh, yeah, I've heard this, too. So they too. could abandon her. Yeah, I heard that, too. Because the reason... the the So the mom was writing this book about, like, raising special needs children, but she didn't have any. And so she went and adopted this girl because she had this, you know, syndrome that made her appear like a young child, mm-hmm. even though she was older. Or, you know, this is all... 
Like she was really like a 13 year old looking like a seven year old, not really like a 30 year old looking like a seven year old. Right. And so she like adopted this kid basically just so she could write a book about raising special needs children. And she put the book out and then they abandoned her and said, oh, she wasn't actually a kid. She was an adult. And nobody can determine her age, (laughs) which is crazy. I feel like science should be able to do that. Right. Well, and they had a, a doctor did some sort of like bone density test that's like basically looking at the rings of the tree and telling you how the kid is, but they could only really tell them, they were like, well, the test shows that she's at least 14. Like yeah. What? And if you're deterior, if you're aging faster and you're deteriorating faster, that of course is going to fuck shit up like that. But couldn't they like carbon date her hair or something? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, so that's the, the danger of adopting. This person said, <laughs> I <laughs> I want at least one. I want to adopt because there are a lot of kids out there that need love, which is great. There are a lot of kids that need love, but I could just give money to them. Sure. You could give money so they can live in group homes. Hey. I'm sure that's really It looked fun far than Madeline. 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 That, that's in France. Are you gonna, <laughs> Don't they all orphans live in are you France? Gonna pay, are you going to pay to have all the orphans sent to France? Yeah. Why not? Great. That's my new mission. If you'd like That's to, the new charity. The new charity. Send the orphans to France. Oh. Yeah. What? <laughs> I was going to say, Carter was telling us something about not posting babies on social oh, yeah, media that, that I totally forgot to cause talk my, about. Because my mom said something on Facebook recently about how because somebody was asking for pictures of the baby to be posted. Mm-hmm. And my mom was like, oh, actually, I don't think they're posting pictures of her on social media. Mm-hmm. It's helping a Sharon. A Sharon. Hold on, I'm going to move this over closer to Carter. What is a Sharon? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, it's this new trend thing. I don't think you've ever been this close to the microphone. No, I haven't. And people are like, oh my God, what's happening? <laughs> this, is the, this is the actual sound of What a voice. sexy voice. Yeah, I'm sure that's what everyone's thinking. No, it's this thing from, like, the New York Times or whatever, where they found out that, on average, there are 1,500 photos of uh, people aged five years. What does that mean? Like, people, parents are oversharing of their child. Like, by the time that they are five, they have 1,500, 1,500 photos of them on the internet. So it's all about, like, privacy and... The child thing. So that's like a new thing. It's a new shaming trend because that's what right. people love to do is like, shame oh, parents. Can you believe that Cancel people culture. have 1,500 pictures of their kid on the internet? That's mm-hmm. terrible. Like, But why? Why is it terrible? I mean, isn't that what you're supposed to do as a parent? If you get a fucking puppy, God, people won't fucking stop posting about their puppies. That's not... Dig on Brandon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love Versace. But, like, God, if I paid, like, 800000 how much does a kid cost? I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. If I paid, like, 800000 for a child, yeah. you best believe I'm going to show it off like it's my new Lambo. <laughs> 800000 Wow. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, that's what, I mean, I imagine a child costs about as much as a, like, mini A mansion? mansion? Yeah. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> So, anyway, um, well, that's it. Yeah. 
Life, death, and babies. Life, death, babies, adoption. Eight hundred thousand. Eight hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> um, How's that? What? And you said you had how much in your savings account? One fifty. Great. Well on the way. <laughs> I thought for a kid. That's my, that's your marks for me. Uh. Um, <laughs> um, speaking of spending on money on things you probably don't need but you want desperately, we got merch, and I yes, got my ma'am. first test back. It looks great. It fits great. It feels like butter. <laughs> like um, butter. and they some some of them have our logo on them. All of them, all have, of the them logo. have our logo on them. Some, some of them point. say fun things. Some of them say fun things. I'm making more. Um, you can check it out at HML shop on Instagram, the link in there to purchase. I realized the last one, I did not tell you where you could go buy this shit. Oh. So that's where it is. Uh, if you forget and you go to my Instagram at homos modern life, it's right there in the bio for you. Yeah. I did half the work. And if you want some stickers to, uh, spread about the countryside, Mm -hmm. stick around the gay parts of your local Mm -hmm. towns. DM me on Instagram. You know what? Shoot me an email. No one sends me emails. <laughs> We've really gotten away from email writing. The art of writing emails. Nobody writes letters anymore. Nobody no. writes me emails. Send me an email. Send me a little e-card. You know? Send me send me a cute video. Uh-huh. Whatever. What's your email address? Homo's Modern Life at gmail.com. It's like gay, gay mail. mail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. And you can follow me on Instagram at Andy from Boy Story. Mm-hmm. I've also, actually been posting for the past like, yeah. week or two. It's crazy. She's back. She's back on it. Back on that grind. Back on that dick. No. <laughs> and where can people find you? Uh, I said at Homo's Modern Life on Instagram, Twitter. TikTok, there's nothing on there, but I'm there. You uh, you said you needed to branch out into other forms of entertainment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So trying things. Go uh go sh- go um go do social media things. Yeah. Go hit the whatever you do on TikTok. Tyler recently posted a great series of memes. I did. Mimicking the Spotify year in review. Homo's Wrapped 2019. Here we go. Everyone's asking what your porn is. I am asking what your porn is. Anyway, that's And we'll the tell end. you next time. <laughs> <laughs> Fairly well. <laughs>